the tennis excuses you should never tell your opponent and the reason why. Find your aha moment right after this. Do the best you can with everything you got. Struggle day to day, cherish every fight you fought. Destroy your obstacles, remove the blocks. Got to stand strong, can you do it? Breakthrough, can you move on? Wherever you... Welcome back to Find Your Aha Moment. I'm your host, Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. Don't forget to sign up for my 2020 group tennis lessons here in Miami. It's time for a new decade, and I've got new classes starting on January 6th and 7th right here in Miami in Coconut Grove. All you got to do to sign up is log on to BackhandCity.com and click on the link that says Tennis Registration. Once Once you're there, you'll see a drop-down menu for group tennis lessons. Well, today's topic, the tennis excuses you should never tell your opponent and the reasons why. Now, tennis is a very mental and emotional sport. So people inherently like to verbalize some of the excuses or reasons they have for their performance, typically for their underperformance. I remember growing up in Mannheim, PA, we had a guy named uh, Dick Rhodes, and he was famous for excuses. I mean, he would say excuses on every point, and he would verbalize them. And I think it was just his way of coping with the imperfection and the errors that came about in tennis. And I was always uh, amazed by it because he seemed miserable on the court. And I think one of the things you have to kind of accept when you play tennis is perfection is just a crazy thing to be chasing. And I think it derives a lot from uh, expectations you have on yourself, and it just leads to these excuses. And so what I'm going to do is kind of go through the top three or four excuses I hear the most, and then try to put you in a mindset of why that's a terrible idea, other than just the superficiality of, hey, you need to be accountable for yourself. Number one, people are always sick, they're not feeling well, or they're under the weather. In fact, this came up last night. I was doing uh, some stack keeping on two of my students that were playing, and the one was under the weather last week. In fact, she missed her lesson, so this week she came back, and apparently her energy level wasn't what she thought it would be. Now, she didn't preface that before she played. Uh, she happened to mention it when she was, you know, in a little bit of a losing streak. So what I did is I just stopped and I said, listen, it's really not that healthy. I know we're all friends here, but it's a really good habit not to get into making excuses. And the reason being is, is nobody feels perfect every day. A lot of people are just sucking it up and drudging through life. It's part of adulthood. I mean, probably... 10 to 15% of the tasks I do every day don't make me feel good. I don't enjoy paying my bills, for instance, but I do it because it's a responsible thing to do. And sometimes I do it when I have a headache, but I just do it. And I think there was an old Australian expression from back in the 60s when Harry Hopman, the famous coach, was teaching uh, coaching the Australian Davis Cup team. 
his philosophy was, if you don't feel good, you shouldn't be on the court. And I think that is a really good applicable way to think about things, uh, even today as we approach 2020. You get some common ones. Uh, we were talking about being under the weather. Probably the next most common ones are blaming the weather. The sun's in my eyes. The wind changed direction. Um, these are common. It happens all the time. You can't control the weather. It's basically an outdoor sport for most of the country. Um, it's just one of those things. It's going to happen. In fact, one of the things I do, and you probably can reference this back to other podcast episodes, uh, my 360-degree tennis lesson. is a private tennis lesson. And what it does is it just rotates you around throughout the lesson to different positions on the court. So sometimes you've got the sun in your eyes, sometimes the wind changes. So I like to throw variables in there so people really get adjusted to change. And the one constant thing in your life, if you can learn to accept it, is change. Nothing ever stays the same. Um, number three excuse, I am sore from working out earlier. Really? Really? We really need to hear that. You're sore from working out earlier. And I think I've probably used that in the past. And I think your fear is that you're not representing yourself to your best of your ability because you exhausted yourself earlier. You were working out, trying to become better. And now you feel less than better because maybe you didn't reach a ball or you're missing something, or maybe you feel a little twinge when you're hitting. So there's this need to verbalize that you worked out earlier. And here's a simple reason not to do that. And this is super simple. Nobody cares. Really. That's a first world problem there that you had to work out earlier. Maybe you did some Pilates or you did a little bit of cardio and now you're not feeling 100%. Maybe you're at 86%. Sincerely, with all of my love, no one cares. Uh, and this is one of my favorites, the last one. This happens a lot in Florida because it is so hot and humid, especially in the summertime. So you get this a lot. It actually happens a lot. My grip is wet. You sweat a lot. It's really humid. So players complain about their grip. One thing I recommend is just a practical solution. Wear sweatbands, bring a towel, uh, change your shirt a lot, bring multiple sweatbands, wipe down your hand a lot. Guess what? You live in Florida. Your grip is constantly wet. Nobody needs to hear it. In fact, one thing I'll do when people uh, or some of my students complain, I'll bring a squirt gun with water and I will spurt, squirt the squirt gun on their hand so they can get used to playing with a wet grip. Needless to say, that does not go over real well initially. But once I'm done squirting their handle, the grip they had before feels a lot better. So the tennis excuses, you should never tell your opponent you're not feeling well. The sun was in your eyes, so the wind changed. I'm sore from working out earlier, and my grip is wet. We can all have a good laugh at these, but the practical self-discovery of these really doesn't help you or endear you to your playing friends or opponents. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Find Your Aha Moment. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, 
or Google Play. And if you're on iTunes, feel free to rate, review, and subscribe so you get notified each day of our fresh episodes. This is Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. I'll talk to you tomorrow with another fresh tennis tip. That's when-